This is A is for Adversity, a podcast about curating your life stories to connect more deeply with others. Some stories may have Christian undertones, and all stories will involve a realization or transformation of some sort. I'm your host, Jen Banks. This is episode J, Juggling Productivity and Motherhood with Janelle. Hey, thanks for joining me this week. I'm excited to share with you my discussion with Janelle about juggling productivity and motherhood. Janelle has her own YouTube channel called Confessions of a Checklist Junkie. For sure, check it out, especially if you're a mother. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I know it's been a minute. Yeah. I was trying to think back to when I first met you. I'm pretty sure I met you on A Day when we... Do you remember that when we were yeah. just touring the university and you were in my group? So crazy. I remember that too. I was like, you were one of the very first people I met at Utah State. So that's that so fun. funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Okay. So how did you get into it? What was the motivation for creating your YouTube channel? I think like my main reasons for doing it were... I kind of got to the point where I felt like all of my, like my sphere of influence or like my circle of friends was pretty small and like all the same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I only interacted with people at church and that's it (laughs) or like in my neighborhood. And yeah, I was just, I was kind of just brainstorming ways that I could like branch out and like find like other people to like be in this circle of of people that I knew and stuff. Anyway, eventually I started feeling prompted to like maybe do some sort of blog or um, something like that. Um, And I don't know, a blog didn't really sound super appealing to me because I don't enjoy writing too much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I've always loved like editing videos and like making videos. Um, So I thought, oh, it'd be fun to do a YouTube channel. And I thought about that for a couple years. I'm like, but that's too scary. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and eventually I just like, all right, I'll, like, what do I have to lose? Like if a couple people watch my videos, whatever, and it'll still be fun for me. And what do I have to lose? So I decided to start a YouTube channel um, to yeah, just kind of share about my life and yeah, increase that circle of people that I interact with. That's awesome. And have you met people along the way or how does that work when you, like, how do you feel like you're able to connect with them over YouTube or because of YouTube? Yeah. Um, so I have met some people. I've taken a class about like YouTube and um, met some people through that. And that's been really fun. Um, and I've also, you know, I try and like reach out to other people who have videos that are similar to mine. So like I'll, I'll post a video and I'm like search for like the topic of my video and then watch those other people's videos and then like comment on theirs to, to try and like make some connections, you know, oh. and kind of try and find my people. <laughs> yeah, that's so. good. Yeah, I <laughs> have gotten so into podcasting. And so it's neat. It was neat when I found your YouTube channel because it was a different medium, you know, and I enjoyed seeing, seeing someone, you know, I don't know, a video is so much different. So it was really cool. And I liked to, when I saw your posts, you had written something 
along the lines of, oh, time to bring out this dead horse or something like that. And <laughs> I I liked that because then it, I had never noticed it the first time you posted about it. I don't know if it just, you know, Facebook algorithms and all that. And so it was nice to see it because it opened the whole thing to for me to find your channel. But I feel like that's encouraging for people who feel like they post a lot about it or feel like, oh, everybody's heard about this, you know, because I hadn't heard about it. And so it was good to that you posted again about it, reminding people or just saying, hey, I'm, I'm back into this and then I could find it again. So that was good. And then for people who haven't heard of your YouTube channel, what kind of things do you post about or videos that you make? Yeah, so it's kind of become about productivity as a mother and balancing that with everything else that you have to do as a mother. (laughs) Um, If you want, I can kind of get into like where that came from. Yeah, I'd love like that. Like as a passion of mine. <laughs> yes, I'm so interested too. Okay, so I've always been like a super task-oriented person. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Like even in high school and even in middle school, I just got like my satisfaction out of checking things off the list and like getting stuff done. <laughs> and so um, then when I became a mother, uh, it was a little bit different because, well, I was like taking care of a baby, but I didn't feel like I was getting anything done. Like being really productive so that's hard for me because that's like what makes me happy but um when my daughter was old enough to maybe like take a nap and I had a little more time here and there I got really excited and I started like making a huge to-do list every day and I got really carried away like I would write everything on it like get up get ready make my bed not brush my teeth but you know (laughs) I'd, Mm -hmm. I'd write down everything and Um, I just enjoyed like checking everything off the list and, you know, it was, it's nice to feel productive and stuff, but there were like some problems with that (laughs) Mm -hmm. and kind of like three main problems. Like it was, first of all, like my list was so big that I would never get it all done. So it's kind of discouraging. Like I'd make a big, huge list at the beginning of the day. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, well, why did I make that list? Like I didn't finish it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was wasting time making the list. Oh, interesting. I'm writing down like the same things every day and like having to reprioritize things every day. And I like go back to check the list throughout the day. I just love crossing things off. So like, I don't know, that's, but it's waste, it wastes your time. And then the, the main problem was that I was never focusing on my daughter because I was always thinking about like, what's the next thing on my list? And even if I was like spending time with her, I was like, when is this going to be over? so that I can get to the next thing or how can I multitask and get everything done that I want to get done. And it just like, just wasn't like super happy or feeling like fulfilled as a mom. And uh, maybe other moms like figure this out a lot sooner than I did. But after I had my second child, I was like, oh, I'm going to stop focusing so much on a checklist and focus more on like a routine. Mm. And so I sat down and I was like, I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have any time anymore since I had two kids. And like, how am I going to even get anything done during the day? How am I going to feel fulfilled and trying to balance everything? So I just like had a little meeting with myself. I'm going to sit down and figure out my life. (laughs) So I, that's what I did. And I just started writing and I wrote down everything that I was going to do in the morning before the kids got up. 
every day I'm going to do these things. Like I'm going to read my scriptures and I'm going to exercise or whatever. And then I wrote down what I'm going to do after they get up. And I had chores like in a certain order that I do the same order, same time every day. Hmm. And then I'd have like time just for my kids. I wrote down how I was going to spend my afternoon. And I was going to be that chunk of time during math or during nap time that they, when the kids were sleeping, that I could get my little checklist done. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have the evening where it was just like family time. And then after the kids were in bed, I would spend with my spouse. So I kind of wrote down like all those routines and I still had a checklist, but it was very small because now all the other things were just like habit and routine. I didn't have to write them down anymore. I just knew that like, oh, I put in a load of laundry when I get up or I wipe down the kitchen right after breakfast. And I just had a very small checklist that I knew I had two hours or an hour to get done during nap time. And would have like maybe three to five things on it. And they were all things that I couldn't get done with the kids around. So it might be like organizing a closet or ordering groceries or making some phone calls, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would plan that checklist that morning so that when it came to that productive time, I knew exactly what I was going to do. Yeah. So I, I did that and I wasn't expecting that to like make a huge impact on my life, but it kind of did because <laughs> some benefits came from it that I, that I wasn't expecting. Like, first of all, it, like divided up my time into categories and I was able to start giving 100% of my attention to each category. So like I told you I had like those different routines. So in the morning I was 100% focusing on myself, like feeding my soul and like getting myself ready and taking care of my body. Yes. And then in the morning time I was 100% focused on my kids. And the cool thing that came from that is like I would start planning activities to do with them. And that's another thing that I have like kind of shared on my YouTube channel is like, when you have that time with your kids, here's some like things you can do with them. Yes. And I <laughs> and love those. Yes. For me to share. yes. Um, so it, it just is like a lot more fulfilling. when I'm like, hey, I'm here to be with you and we're going to have fun. And, and then I would be 100% focused during my productive time. And I'd really enjoy that because I like I can get three things done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I would always get them done and feel super fulfilled. And then having the family time in the evening was awesome. And having that time with my husband yes. at night, I just like would always go to bed, like just feeling a lot happier than I did before. So that was, that was the biggest like benefit that I learned to like focus on where I was in the moment and divide up my life that way. And I guess like a uh, another benefit was that I, uh, it was easier for me to tell if my life was balanced or not. You know, I did like this exercise one time. I was wondering, I was like, um, is my life, like, do I have life balance? I don't know. Like, do I need to change something or am I okay? And I realized that my time is a lot like money. So Mm -hmm. like when you learn to budget your money, like it's, it's kind of an exact science. Like you know exactly how much income you have. You have to track how you spend your income and, make a plan of how you're going to spend it in the future and time like works the same way. So I just kind of did it like that. I tracked how I spent my time. And once I had those routines set up, it was super easy for me to just like write down what I do. Even like every 15 minutes I could write down, I know what I'm doing at this time and this time and this time. So I wrote down my whole like 24 hours, what I'm doing at that time. 
and added up how many hours am I spending like with my relationship with God? How many hours am I spending with my husband? How many hours am I spending with my kids? How many hours am I spending doing work? And even you can calculate the percentages. And I did that and I looked at how I was spending my time. I'm like, oh, my life is balanced. I feel good about the amount of time I'm spending with my kids. That's and awesome. I'm working. And it was just like a relief to see like, my life is balanced. And if I needed to change something, it would be easy to see that because of like having a routine. That's so. cool. That's probably really reassuring too, that you were able to fill that. And I don't know, that's so efficient. I feel like you're very good at efficiency and just figuring out what works and how you can maximize your time. Like you said, just like you mm-hmm. want to maximize your money. So that was a good comparison. So one of my high school friends, she and I have been talking a lot about being a working mom and what you can do as a side hustle, because it seems like a lot of women are trying to figure that out, how you can still maximize your time with your kids, but do something on the side to bring in a little extra income. And she was struggling with figuring out what she was good at as a person or not comparing herself to others and their talents. And it was funny, the conclusion that she came to, because she realized that it was something in her childhood that has always stuck with her. And that's, she really loves to organize. She loves to make spaces, you know, clutter-free and in containers and just makes it look so Pinterest worthy, you know? And (laughs) so that's what she's trying to work on right now is starting a business where she can go into people's homes and organize for them, or they pay her for the bins and she does it all. And I connected with that a lot because I've been thinking about what I want to do too, which is so many things and it's hard to narrow down. But one thing that I really love is event planning and hosting events, planning recipe parties or get togethers, dinner groups, things like that. So that was really hard for during COVID, you know, but now that we're starting to emerge, uh, someday I want to own my own event center and just plan things and then I can rent it anytime, you know, but then I can rent it out to other people. But I remember planning my first birthday party when I was 12 years old and I really loved that and that's when I got into it. So it was neat how you were talking about how ever since high school and middle school that you were really like time management, productivity, checklists, those mm-hmm. types of things. So it's cool that I'm just seeing this all over that it's just kind of figuring out a way to share our talents with others and a way to capitalize on that so that it's something you enjoy and also something that you can get monetary value for as well. It's make- like your quirk, right? It's like, yes. it's like, Jill's kind of quirky because she's like obsessed with getting stuff done or like Jen just loves to plan everything, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like the, the things that people say about you that make you kind of quirky are like your strengths. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So it's cool that it's coming full circle. What is one of your favorite quotes? I love this quote by Richard L. Evans. So he's uh, he was an apostle, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. And he used to do, before he passed away, he used to do music in the spoken word. Hmm. So he has like a lot of really good like one-liners. But um, he said, we can't do everything for everyone everywhere, but we can do something for someone somewhere. And that's the perfect quote for me because I'm one of those people who tries to do everything. <laughs> like I, I like all the things yes. and, I li- and I don't like to disappoint people. And so I try, I really do try to do everything. <laughs> and um, I have to remember if like, something for someone somewhere is okay. Like if it's just focusing that hour on my kids, even if I'm not, you know, 
solving world hunger or whatever. <laughs> it's okay. I'm doing something for someone somewhere. And it's, it's really a good reminder for me. So I've always loved that quote. Yes, that's good. Thank you for sharing. So profound. I always love hearing quotes. This has been very insightful. So I, I love hearing about your story and what got you into this. I, I feel like I learned so much from your YouTube channel. So even it's benefited me so much. So thank you for continuing to do it. Oh, thank you. And yeah. It's good to, it's good to hear feedback because a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. And then I hear somebody who's like, Hey, I watched this and it helped me. And that makes it worth it. And so I, I want to tell you too, that like, I've been listening to your podcasts and they came when I started like really listening to them was like a time when I really needed them. I thought I was like the perfect, your first season, I thought I was like the perfect, um, like dipping my toes into thought work and, uh, life coaching and stuff like that. And like, I needed to start like thinking about things in a different way. And it, it, it kind of was like a catalyst for me to like find some healing when I needed it. And so, yeah, it's, you're doing a good thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so helpful to hear too, because yeah, you, it's true. You don't really hear feedback and I always love the quote, never withhold a compliment or things like that, you know, because, so I try to comment on other people's things too, because I know how much it means to me. And it's hard not to just crave that outward affirmation or validation. You know, it's hard to just rely on within, but it's like, you need both. So thank you for sharing those things. And yeah, it's discouraging sometimes too, when you see so many people have so many followers, you know, and even they say, oh, it takes time. And I never thought that I would have this many followers or, you know, be this well known. It's just so hard to like be in that stage though, you know, because I feel like, oh, this week I only got 13 downloads, you know, like it, it seems like nothing, you know, but it goes back to your quote, like for someone somewhere you have no idea. So yeah, that's good. And then I noticed it has been a while since you've had a YouTube video, right? And I, I think I saw a picture on Facebook. Are you pregnant? Yes. <laughs> Got it. Which explains yeah. so much, you know, it's like, yeah. I get that feeling. So how far along are you? Um, I'm about 30 weeks. Ooh, so. so exciting. <laughs> yeah. And is it a girl or boy? Do you know? It's a surprise this time. That's so cool. Boy, so. Yes, that's so perfect. I love it. <laughs> I'm jealous that you get to do that. But no, <laughs> it's like, I can't not know. I well. It's like, once I have a girl, then maybe I could. So like you said, you have a boy and a girl. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's no way if I were in this situation that I would do that. <laughs> yes, I know. So anyway, that's so cool. Thank you so much for your time. I know it's You're hard welcome. with kids and, you know, in your busy schedule. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Have a great night. You too. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, bye. If you'd like to pitch your story for the podcast, or if you want more storytelling strategies, contact me at jenbanks16 at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at jenbankscoaching. Hello. Hello. I have to get my Star Wars background off because I teach a Star Wars fan club. That's awesome. <laughs> I have to get that off real quick. What's that through? Oh, it's called Out School.
You just like make your own classes. Cool. Um, and then I just want to, as I was thinking of memories of you, I just wanted to share one other thing because I don't know, it's good to share things, but um, it was, we were on the bus, the shuttle going up to Utah state. Cause we both lived at old farm or else oh. you lived at old farm and I lived somewhere close. I don't know. I don't exactly remember, but and we were riding the shuttle up together and I was so excited and I was telling you all about my mission call and you were just being such a good listener and nodding your head, you know, and then like a few weeks later, you posted that you got your mission call or something like that. And I'm like, oh, she must have had it when I was telling her about mine. But yet she was so quiet about it. I don't know. I just admired like your modesty, you know, because it's not really like something looking back now, you know, it was right after the age change. And so I feel like it was almost like a status thing. People were like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a mission. Okay. You know, even though we all did have personal reasons, it just kind of felt that way because everybody was, you know. And so, I don't know, I just really admired your modesty for not like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a mission, too. And this is where I'm going, you know, and just things like that. So, I don't know. That's what I wanted to share. So. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. 